But you also got to have Travis Scott behind you too, though. So yeah, that helps. That, how old is Don Tolliver? He ain't that a name? Yeah, he yeah, probably a young man. boy, but that's an old sound. Like yeah, yeah. So I feel like I can do that shit. I think that's why <laughs> I think that's why it works though, because he a young boy. Now, if you was an old dude doing, they like, oh, this old now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he said like Return of the Mac. Right. <laughs> but it works because, with a little Tony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Oh. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Will that be the fuel? And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What up, fellas? What's going on? What is going on, everyone? Hi. <laughs> this is episode 83. Yep. 83. Of the brew, of Bruising Banter Podcast. And it is volume 19 of our social distancing series. <laughs> My man. My man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we know it. No notes or nothing. That's yeah, right. But like I said, he can say anything, and I have to agree with it because I don't know. <laughs> uh, but like, as always, on our social distancing series, we have a special guest, and today we have writer Stephanie Grant, aka if you're on IG, she loves craft. How are you today? I'm welcome. welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the after party. <laughs> this is the after party. It's you know, it's 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 kind of still high noon, you know. Yeah, so you know, so it's we could have party last night. That party could have ended. That party is epic then. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> if this is the after party at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> um, what do we do? Uh but before we get too far in to it, I always need to know what do we drink today, and we always start with a guest. If you have uh, anything to drink, what are you drinking today? Yeah, um, I'm cracking open on my way to I'd say it, Georgia. Uh, this is a <laughs> Nappy Roots collab with oh. Cherry Street Brewing. It's a summer peach IPA. Nice, nice. What's the ABV? Seventy. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see. It's hiding on that can somewhere. I know. Oh, six point four. Six point four. Nice. Nice. 
All right. And uh, Lou, what you drinking on? Uh, we have uh, Om Gang. Uh, Om Gang? Omni Gang? Well, you gang. know what we Om Gang. Om Gang. You had it. A bruising banter favorite. Uh, it's called Abbey Ale. Uh, this is a Dubell Ale with uh, licorice notes, orange peels, and spices. Uh, yeah. It tastes like all those things. This is what it looks like. Yeah, he's nice. Kind of dark. Little purpley brownish. Yeah, yeah there you go. Red, yeah. Uh, tastes tastes delicious. I like uh, double ales. I like ales. So pass me another Abby ale. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, yo, what like you drinking ales. on? Yo, I'm drinking on this here uh, pastry. Um, what is it? Uh, raspberry cupcakes is what it is, and this is from Imprint out of um, Hatfield, PA. And nice. this is a, a fruited, well, I guess, yeah, fruited sour ale, I believe. I, I don't know where the information is on it, but um, <laughs> they look key your favorite brewery. Yeah, they <laughs> but, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, I haven't been there in a while now, though, but because I had this for a while. But yeah, this thing is just is sweet, like all their beers are. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, you you, oh, oh, the Omni Gang, by the way, is eight point two alcohol by volume. Sorry. Right. Oh. This, I believe, is six point five, if I remember correctly. Okay. okay. Right. And you said it was a stout. You said what? This? Yeah. No, I said sour. sour. Oh, sour. Sour. Oh. Sour. sour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No Did sour. you pour it yet, Yoda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's it look like? Look like in that glass. My black is beautiful. Oh, look at that color. Yeah, that's dope. Beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> for yours, what yours look like? We getting real sexy over here. Seventy for yours. What yours look like? Oh yeah, that's a beautiful IPA. Look how. Just citrusy oh, and fruit. Yeah. Like that I is. That, I bet you that smelled delicious. That smelled. Uh, what? Dev, Dev looked like he could lick his own. Lick his screen. Look at that. Yeah. What, what fruit What fruit infusion was yours with, uh, Steph? Uh, peaches. Peaches. That's what it was. Right. Peaches. Fruit yeah. to Georgia. Georgia. How you say Georgia. it? Georgia. Nice. Dev said, put that glass back up. Yeah, I, I can smell it. I can smell it from here. Yes, uh, yes, thank you. Yes. Rob, what you drinking on, Rob? Well, Deb, oh, Deb. Oh, Deb. Deb. oh, you know what? My bad. Because he, he was drinking her, her beer through the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Go ahead, Devin. What you drinking on? <laughs> so I'm, I'm rocking also with an IPA by uh, RAR out of uh, Cambridge, Maryland. This is their Grapefruit Nectar uh, IPA coming in at uh, 7.4 ABV. Um, so this is the pint and this is the color of, uh, of that joint right here. So nice. And I would say more of a, a deep golden, uh, color. Uh, you yeah. feel the, you taste the, not feel this, you taste the grapefruit through at the very first, uh, the first uh, taste, uh, on the taste buds. So definitely pass me another here. Okay. And, uh, shout out to, uh, shout out to our boy, uh, Harlan, who's been a guest on the show. He, uh, I stopped past Maryland on my way back from Virginia this uh, past Friday, and he, uh, he he did a little beer share with me. And gave me this Cheers, Harlan. Oh, Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Hook up Harlan, man. He always got something. Right. Hook up Harlan. That's, That's his nickname. His Hook name. up Harlan. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. And I am drinking. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, oh whoa, whoa, I'm glad you asked. Man. I'm glad you asked, Luke. <laughs> He's he scared the shit out of me. I thought I thought you did something. <laughs> I keep I kept messing up. <laughs> I wanted to mess up one more time. Uh, I am drinking the Nar Shredder from Strange Ways Brewing. This is actually the I got this one from the Fredericksburg, uh, Virginia uh, location. 
Uh, it, it, it says 28 cans later. Uh, so I guess mm. I did play on the, the COVID virus going on right now. Yeah. But it is like the 28 Nar- days. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it is the Nar Shredder. And it is a, um, it has uh, Vic Secret and Cashmere Hops. And it has notes of passion fruit, peach, pear, and rock candy. It's, mm. a, it's a double IPA, as I said. Did I say that? I don't know if I did. It's uh, 8%. Uh, and I also got hey. a, yeah, and here it is. And oh. I also got a glass to go with it to commemorate. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, they had a glass on. They had the merch right there, huh? Yeah. yeah. Or if he's nice. spent, Show or it off. If he spent enough, they give you free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we take it that you spent enough. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. That glass is dope, though. Is uh, that a, yeah, that is, what, nice, size, what size is that glass? Shit. Um, it, is that like a pint? Yeah, it probably like yeah, eight, it's like a can glass, but it fit most of the, oh, it, wow. fit, it fit all of it in there. So okay, okay. So that's so a pint. It, it goes six, 16 ounces, I guess. Mm-hmm. Word, word, word. Okay, nice. Right. So that sounds like okay. everybody has yeah. something uh, tasty to drink on. I mean, I have other beers, but um, I think I'll, I'll save. Them. I don't think I'm gonna go too hard. You know what else I got? Was that? Yeah, I got I, I, just I got just just from the rounds of IPAs that are um on, just from athletes backtracking to our last episode with Mac. Marie was talking about the uh, IPAs that um, usually are like like a super light. They come with a, little, a lot more hop to it, where ours were that kind of deeper, deeper uh, golden color that you can taste the fruit. And it didn't, you know, was yours pretty smooth, Rob? Yeah, this is, this is, real, this is real smooth. I, I wouldn't think it's a double either. Um, you wouldn't think it's a double. It's real, and I, and it's, it's funny because I kind of, I don't know if it's because I just said rock candy, but I can taste a little rock candy in it. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. It, okay. it had that sweetness in it, so maybe that's where that comes from. Um, but you're not sure if you just influenced by the words, or right? Exactly. Because now, I mean, because you don't, you only, you only taste sweet, bitter, you sweet, bitter, and uh, everything else is your nose and mm-hmm. your brain telling you what it is. Yeah, shout out nice. to Neil for that one. So. <laughs> yeah, nice. nice. I was about to say that sounded like Cicerone training to me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, like I said, this is episode eighty-three, and we have a special guest. I should say, writer, beer lover, uh, yes. uh mm-hmm. beer influencer. I don't know. If, uh, That's don't what that know. handle say. She loves that crap. Yeah, but Are you playing yeah. on some the word of the some people don't, some people don't like the, the influencer part of uh, a kind of negative consider- connotation, not negative connotation. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, and I don't like no shade to influencers. Like uh, that is a a type of career path. Right. That's not mine. Like I'm a writer who has who shares stuff on Instagram. I am not influencing or in that vein. That's a entirely different pathway. And I think that people think because you have a certain following on Instagram that you're an influencer and I'm sure like I probably have influenced people to drink certain beers or whatever, right. but that's not your main goal. There's a whole nother side to influencing that I don't do. Right. And so I don't mm-hmm. consider myself. An What's influencer. that other side? Um, you like when you start reaching out to breweries and trying to do collabs with them, like whether that's brewing something with them or if that's like, hey, send me some free beers so then I can post them on. Promote it. Or, yeah, promoting their beers right. or uh, getting paid to promote beers. Like, that's a whole nother realm. I, if I get anything free, it's usually because the breweries reached out to me. I don't right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to reach out to yeah. breweries. I got it. Like, hey. that's just not I my thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, 
like I said, that is Stephanie Grant. If you on IG, she is she loves craft. Uh, so right. again, we want to welcome you to the podcast. A nice round of applause again. Yes, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you. you for coming. I, I, I particularly, before you get into your bio, I particularly like your handle. You know, of the she loves craft because obviously that wordplay can go to the writer you right, are, right. as well as the craft beers that we. Uh, are slip sipping on regularly, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, good, good, uh, good handle. She's like, I know yeah. because I am a writer. I did this on Ever. purpose. <laughs> right? Or my words are my business. <laughs> <laughs> right? Look, if, if, if Jay Z was on here, I would tell him the same way. Look, yo, that bar, them bars on on Renegade right. was the shit. You know, <laughs> too different. Oh, 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 Renegade, you picked you know, up that. One. Oh, there's Jay Z here. Is Jay Z here? Yeah. here? <laughs> um, and that's what came to mind. That's just what came to mind. Appreciate, appreciate uh, it. Uh, so, uh, Stephanie, uh, you can tell us how, all about yourself. How you got into craft beer? Uh, your career as a writer, uh, your newsletter, anything you want to talk about. So we'll give definitely got to talk to you. about writing. Yeah. Since uh, okay. Dev just called you the Jay Z of craft. That's too. That's too much. That's too much. It's yours now. Okay. Pressure's on. To the vision board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Alan Iverson, the craft beer. Now we got yeah, the Jay Z of writing. Everything craft. Too much. All Hall of Famers. Her pin game heavy in the beer game. Hey, then she would be Jay Z writing. You got it. That's right. Own that. There it is. Oh, <laughs> the humble ones don't take the pra- just take the praise. They don't give their own praises. So exactly. that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm terrible at self promotion. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got you. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> uh, so about me, I'm from Atlanta, born and raised. That like defines a lot of who I am. I am a true Southern woman. I love being in the kitchen, cooking up something to make your soul happy. So nice. that's like. Part oh, tell of, us more. Um, say it again. Tell us more. Tell us more. Tell us more. Yeah. So yeah, especially started, cooking, uh, cooking to make a happy souls. Yeah, like I started this uh, cooking with crafts a few years ago. I don't even know how long I've been doing this Instagram thing. Um, I started a few years ago and started doing like beer and food pairings and mm. sharing that, and people have been loving it. Uh, but I just I love cooking. I love uh, preparing a meal and making someone smile, and so. Um, What's your specialty? Has, yeah, what do you uh, enjoy yeah, cooking? Like I've, been, I've been able, I, I've been able to marry a lot of my, I guess, passions like cooking and writing into beer, and it's been nice. Great. What's your so, What's your thing that you cook though? What's your specialty to cook? I cook. Uh, well, I mean, of course, I cook a lot of Southern food. Yesterday, I made short ribs. Oh, made short ribs. And so, oh. when you uh, mentioned that Alma Gang beer, I I think I got. I don't think I got, I didn't get that one. I got another, um, um, another style. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was only game. I don't, I don't remember, but that style beer goes really well with like, dishes mm-hmm. like short ribs. or like, oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely, yep. I could definitely mm-hmm. see that by tasting. Yep. You're right. It's, it's really good. Like it's nice and earthy and dark. Mm-hmm. It goes Yo, make sure you forward us your address so when we in ATL. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've had several people like, I'm going to move in with you. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that cooking good. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you make spaghetti? You make spaghetti, seven? Ooh. I do make spaghetti. Not yeah. See, Dang it, see that. Tell me some favorite ingredients you throw in your spaghetti. <laughs> 
Um, this is a little I, inside joke. Really like, you're not you're not aware of it, Steph. But go ahead. This is a little don't, inside. Don't, joke. Don't, don't oh, okay, okay. Um, so I like I grew up with my mom making like the traditional. I don't. I wouldn't even say it's traditional. It's my mom's spaghetti where she puts right. like bell peppers, onions, and mushrooms. And all mm. that, all that that's stuff. traditional black people um, spaghetti. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. black people spaghetti, right? Mm-hmm. But I uh, found out about bolognese. I think I'm saying that right. Bolognese, bolognese. sauce. Uh, yeah. It's where you you cut up like onions and um, celery, I believe, carrots. It's very some, very small. Some garlic. Um, you put your ground beef. You could do like veal and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. And then you basically cook it for like three hours, and you. Mm. you can, the key is to put like a whole bottle of wine in there and let wow. that cook down. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use it, do it in a Dutch oven, put it in the oven and just let it do its thing. Occasionally oh, in the in oven. There, put wine. It's Yo, that's wow. the flavorful. Meat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that's the real Ever. way to make it. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember one day that I told my boy, white boy, Italian dude said mm-hmm. I was going to go make spaghetti when I got home. He said, how? How can you do it in one day? Mom spaghetti. It take like a whole day. You want to know how? Oh, you ain't even making spaghetti on Friday for Sunday. Nice. How? Yeah, he was like, "How? It take a whole day to make spaghetti." I'm like, "Oh." If you're making that traditional meat sauce, it takes half the day. Wow. Jeez. It's worth it though. It's so good. And if you do that, you, you take that meat sauce and put it in a lasagna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's probably that probably rings true then why spaghetti gets better like after you have it the second day. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like after everything sits yeah. in there and mm-hmm. gets all in there, you'd be like, that second day is where it is where yeah, it is. is. Like yeah. first night, you're like, okay, this is good. <laughs> yeah. By, by day two, that's why when you re- reheat that pot or throw that yeah. thing in the microwave, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. Now, now I know you're. What, the, what you you're over there, Rob? I, I know you're to throw us off course, but let's go. Course go. <laughs> no, no, she's a, she she pairs she pairs food with beer. But she yeah. Works. yeah, but she was going. So what would you her, pair with a um, with spaghetti? Going into her bio. Yeah, she's going into oh, her bio. Um, an amber ale is usually like a go-to for anything. To ba- tomato based. Okay. Um, yeah. I That's think, crazy. yeah. That makes Amber sense. Okay. All right. Nope. I'm taking notes. That's a good one. <laughs> hey, me too. Amber <laughs> L with the good red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Is he typing that in? <laughs> yeah, he's typing it in. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Typing it in. <laughs> That's right. Um, me too. All right, so uh, okay. you continue. So you want to talk about how I got into beer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so I started drinking beer because I started to start watching football. Um, and, I mean, that's what my dad did, and that's what everybody does. So I would go to the bar. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan. I know that's probably going to upset oh, me. Let me turn this thing <laughs> off. It what was nice. Uh, well, that wraps up our yeah, review. <laughs> give her at least give her at least a ten second mute. Uh, <laughs> ten yeah, second no. runoff. You're not outnumbered. You're not, you're not the solo. You're not Han Solo on here. Okay, good. Yeah, my talk. husband is a Cowboys fan to too. Good. I told him. I said, "What if I wasn't a Cowboys fan? If we when we started dating, he was like, uh, it's hard to figure that out. He was, yeah, he was just like, uh, you would have been." 
and he was like, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just better that you were a Cowboys fan. Like, let's just let's yeah. just talk about the good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the bar and I would sit and watch the game and I'd order my butt light and and drink it. And that was how I started like fi- acquiring a taste for beer. Mm-hmm. And um, when I started dating my husband, we started getting into craft beer, like just ordering on the other side of the menu where mm-hmm. they would have like a small selection of craft um, beer options. Mm-hmm. And my first memory of like drinking a craft beer was Allagash White. Okay. And can Good I cuss? Beer. Yeah. Yeah. I've been cussing the whole time. Yeah. That shit changed my life. Um, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I remember taking that first sip and I was like, what is this? Mm. Um, it was just, it was so flavorful and light. Mm. And I, I just didn't expect those types of flavors out of a beer. And so Stephanie, moment, did you guys, did you, had you had tried other craft beers before? I, was this like your I, very first one or do you, I you just don't? Say, yeah. I want to say it was my first one, but I'm sure okay. I probably had something that I just didn't. It didn't, like, didn't hit you like that. Life. Yeah. It didn't change. Mm-hmm. That shit didn't change your life. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and I'm like that. Yeah. Allagash White. Yeah, Allagash so White. That shit changed, it didn't change your life. <laughs> um, it's a bottle shop here in Atlanta. They have like a massive selection of beers. And so we went there one day and the guy has this like crazy formula for figuring out like what kind of beer you would like. Cause I was like, I don't know like what other beers I would like with other styles. And so he asked me a few questions. Like I like my coffee black. With a little bit of sugar in it, at that time, now I just drink it straight black. Um, and he was like, "Oh, you probably like porters and stouts." And I was like, "Okay, sure, I'll try it." Like I was up for anything, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like those are my like favorite styles. I love the dark. Yeah, I love the dark yeah, beer. Um, and so from there, like it was like it was something that I did with my husband, but then like I thought of it more as his hobby. And I would like push it on him and say, "Hey, we should go to Hop City, go get some beers this weekend." Da, 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 da. Like I was just like so hype about it. And he was like, "I'm good." And I was like, mm, "No, I'm going." <laughs> I'm going anyway. You and, and I realized right. I was like, "Oh, this is more my thing than his." So mm-hmm. I'm just going to take it. Like, and I just ran with it, and I wanted to start sharing my beers on Instagram. So then I created an account, and then I found there was this whole community of people mm-hmm. who love mm-hmm. craft as much as I did, and I was like, "Oh." Like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, And so then I just started getting into it, started reading articles. And there was this, like, one article about Black people not being uh, prevalent in the industry. It was written by a white guy. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. there are some key things that he missed in this article that he just doesn't know about Black community. And... I was like, somebody needs. So I said, where are the black writers at? Um, (laughs) Right. We need the different. We need our perspective. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm a writer, so maybe I should start writing articles. And and it just kind of from there. Yeah, like one of our our previous guests said, if if you can, uh, and I think it was a quote from Toni Morrison, I think he said it was, if you don't don't see it, then you're supposed to do it. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like writing the like writing the story um that you want to right. to read. Right. Yeah. 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 Now is your primary writing duties in craft beer and what was it before you started writing about craft beer? Okay, yeah. Um so I've been writing since I was a little girl and I've mm. been I've all I think all the jobs I've had in the corporate world 
are around writing, copywriting, um, content writing. And um, recently, what, two weeks ago, my third week, I started working for a local brewery here Monday night, and I am in charge of their social media and other copywriting duties. So I've just now like started. <laughs> Thank you. I just started working in the industry full time three weeks ago, um, which is like great. Congratulations. Um, thank yeah. you. Wait, I got a question before you go any further. Is this yeah, a, yeah. Um, is this a, a black owned brewery or, or no? No. It's oh, that's great. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put all your blackness on their Instagram. <laughs> They done did it now. <laughs> <laughs> they better want, they better want some black people in that brew house. That's well, exactly why. Being a writer for them, hey, she's really in that steering committee. Yeah. You know? So. Yep. Yeah. Very right. Cool. So in that area, you are the influencer, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 They, and that's, that's, is that it? That's it. You said that's Atlanta based? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's one stuff? of the bigger breweries here in nope. Atlanta. Does it still yeah. give you the opportunity to freelance and still get your uh, creativity out in other ways, or are you specifically exclusive to them now? I'm exclusive to them, but I also do other freelancing for other industries. Um, okay. So just beer I, is exclusive to them? Yeah. everything well, else? Okay. And I can still write about beer as in like... Um, any articles I want to write for Good Beer Hunting or any other beer publications, I still do okay. that stuff. But okay, um, yeah, I kind of put a pause on all of that because I wanted to get adjusted to the new job and yep, yeah. Okay, you but, said three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, I, you're not even at that ninety days, right? No, right. <laughs> she's still on. She's still on probation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very much so. Did that brewery um, participate in the Black Is Beautiful um, campaign? I I don't. Someone told me they were, and I didn't fact check it, but I haven't heard anything okay. saying that they were. So actually, I'm gonna look that up. Well, they did participate. They hired you, so there. That's actually saying more than that's saying more than the beer. That's better than the can. That good content. Yeah, because that's pretty much what that is. Was about diversifying people in the industry, tap room, and actually making decisions and stuff like that. And now you control their social media, so right. Which is a big deal because so blackity blackity black black blackity black. Sorry, Sorry. social media is like a big deal for companies now. So yeah, that's that's big, man. Yeah, it was like Alvarez somewhere where people were like, if you don't have a website, I don't even sort. (laughs) Like I can't, I can't get down with if you don't have no no footprint in the world. You gotta have a website, some type of Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or something. I totally agree. It's so important. If you don't have a website. But they were word of mouth even before. Yeah. Right. It's It's just that's how that's how a website or social is a way people realize like they that's how they you show you're real. Like if Mm -hmm. you don't put an effort into creating a website or having your social media uh uh with some consistency, then it's just kind of like you're playing around. Like right, I yeah, don't yeah. take you seriously, right. but I'm also into marketing, so that's why I, I just yeah, so, don't. You, so you go a little harder. Yeah, little yeah. Harder. I have a, I guess, higher standards when it comes to that. So, mm-hmm. so now when I'm waiting for on uh, Monday nights, uh, Instagram is for them to post a picture of you saying that uh, you are. 
But that'll be oh, her, that'll, that'll, say who would that, you? That'll be her posting it about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's the, like, that's I mean, the that's weird fun. part, right? Yeah, when you're gonna blow yourself up, like you said, you don't like to. You don't like to be your own influencer, but you have to be down in the sense, don't you? Absolutely. Yes, definitely. At least, at least once or twice, you gotta right. let them know. Hey, they got a black lady right. doing their social media. That's how I feel. That's why I said or, that. Or, or that could be like war to a team type of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, in the in corporate world or in the craft beer. I mean, when you started a company, or whatever. Now they do it a lot of times, obviously internally, where they kind right. of give you a little bio, a bio of you know what you are, what you've done, all that. So somebody could, somebody else could write it, you know, yeah. and say how, you know, they are, you know, um, you know, into, I, they don't have to put it in this way, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, just from a diversity and inclusion and saying, look, you know, uh, we're big on diversity and inclusion and, 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 and then kind of lead into, um, you know, new to our team is uh, Stephanie Grant, who brings Dot, 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 to the table, yada, yada, yada. And we're welcome, you know, or happy to have her. Or maybe, so somebody else could write it. Or they could take out that, or they could take out the the, 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 the diversity include because she's not a diversity hire, right? because she's right. just her work and she's right. black. So you can already right. say, uh, yeah, she's black. Well, this is the diversity <laughs> part. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. It feel like, though, it, it there's this line of like, I don't want to be the token. Right. But yeah. then I also, like, I mean, they are. Uh, a group that likes to um, make sure that their employees are, they have a diverse amount of employees. Like that's yeah. something that they've been working on and, and said that they would work on harder. Um, and it's funny because when we started talking about me coming on, um, this was like before a lot, like this was before uh, Blackout Tuesday and all of that. So it just so happened it lined up right. that way. But um, I personally would not like want them to be like, okay, well you're black and you can write, so we want to hire you. Like right. they wanted to hire me because because you, yeah, you can write, yeah, you can write, yeah. I don't necessarily. That's like, very very important. That's very right. important. Absolutely, right. I agree. You just happen to be black. One, you're a writer. Right. Just happen right. to be black. That's yeah. that's one thing I will say. Uh, probably the only thing I agree with. Um, the Republican, I guess you would say, spokesperson Candace o- Candace Owens, who's oh. hot on the thing is, is that you know she wants you, I, this was one one comment that she made that I again I agree with is that she said uh, that she would want she wants blacks to stand on their own by their you know their skill set and it not be more of a all about you know it being a um, we hired you from a, you know, because to support, you know, uh, a, a minority group right. or whatever. I want to be hired strictly for my my skill set. So, right. but yeah, I mean, I mean that could be a, that could be a, uh, that can go either way. It's a thin so, line, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because it's because you always want that, but you never like. Uh, never mind. Right. Yeah. yeah what, no. I mean, we but think all day that. about that topic, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, on true. the other side, which I don't think you want to touch on, Rob, but I'll say it's like that. Then it becomes this thing where they're like, "Oh, well, these black people aren't qualified, so that's why we're not hiring them." Right, or not, right. yeah. It, it becomes a way to kind of keep us out versus getting us in. And right. 
it's it's just a hard thing to talk about. I remember like growing up and hearing what people had to say about affirmative action. Right. And it's just like it's just complicated. Right. And, and at the end of the day, I think we all just want to be treated by white people. Equal. Yeah. Um, you you definitely you want to walk into every situation as far as you're concerned and be like, I'm I'm here because I'm the best writer that they could find. Like right. you always want to every and every black person wants that. And when you right. walk into a space and you're hired and then you look around and you're like, dang, I'm the only black person here. You're like, well, did they hire me because my work is the best or did they hire right. me because I'm I'm their their diversity uh, quota? You know, what yeah. I mean, it's always that yeah. that's the that's the code switching of it all. But yeah. as a people, we have to be like, no, Stephanie, you got that job because you're a badass writer. And they couldn't find anybody better than you. It don't matter who, what color you are, or what race you are, or what gender you are. You're just the best writer that was a, that was available for them. Yeah, for the job. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Let's let's go into that writing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what things have you written, and where okay. can we find this information? Yeah. So um, when I started out, I wrote a lot for uh, craftbeer.com. Uh, I focus on stories of diversity and inclusion. So I've written about the women in here in Atlanta. That was my first article, the women in Atlanta who were doing badass things. Um, I've done stories about women and um, their daughters working together in breweries, which was really cool to talk to them about that. Um, my Where's latest, that story at? Where's that at? Is that online anywhere? Yeah, it's on craftbeer.com. Okay, I got to check that like out. That's something. you... Uh, search for my name on their site. You should be able to pull up all of the articles I've written. Oh, okay. um, my most recent piece is a Drinking While Black uh, article that was published on Good Bear Hunting um, that got a lot of uh, love. And then I also have my own newsletter called The Share where I and so when I started it I was like, oh, this is for dope black women who drink beer. Um, but I have a lot of subscribers who aren't black women and I've welcomed them. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've welcomed them um, because it really isn't like the, the topics I talk about in the article they're I mean, in the newsletter, they're all they're They could translate to anyone. Like right. it's not specifically for black women, but it's more so like here is beer from my perspective as a black woman um, and I like to tell the stories of black women who don't typically get featured in some of these other articles because like, there's a game like you when you pitch a story, it has to have like some type of significance in the beer community for for publications to want to feature them. But some of these women, I think they're doing things and and I don't want to say they're small, but they're they deserve to be honored. Right. And so that's what. I do in a newsletter is talk about some of those stories that may not make it in those larger pieces um, mm-hmm. and just honor them. And like, it just, it's to me, it's all about like, I see you, I hear you mm-hmm. because a lot of times you can feel like you're doing all of this stuff and you're going to make a difference, but no one sees you, no one hears right. you, especially mm-hmm. as a black woman. Like it, to me, it's just very important for me to honor those women I see doing really great things in the community. Now, that's the, now that, that, that's the shared newsletter, that will continue, correct? It, um, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, that will continue. All right. That's dope. 
Now, my, my question is a little bit off of craft beer, but still with your writing. What do you do? You write anything outside of craft beer? So I work uh, for an agency and I write their social media content for the for the clients that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. As far as like journalistic pieces, I do all of that in the beer community. Got it. Okay. okay. Any books? Am I writing any book? A book? Yeah. No. Oh, oh, so she started. <laughs> she started writing. Yeah, like she, she, she got a started. She pages. Yeah, she, she, got got she got a. She got a title. She got a title. Oh, she probably got an ending. There. Like everyone has one book in them, and yeah. I, like I believe that. Like, um, if I ever wrote a book, it would not be. It probably would not be about beer. Right. Um, it would just be about life and connections and family. Okay. Well, that's cool too. But. Yeah. I, I would not mind having like a cookbook, uh, mm. but I, I, that's the one. You keep going work. back to this cooking. You yeah. make mac and cheese. You make mac and cheese. I do. I make bomb. You better make that match. She, she said she made bomb mac and cheese. Yeah, she didn't say she yeah. make it. Her bread. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Her mac and cheese not better than mine. No way. I've been working on my mac and cheese for years. Oh, you've been working on your mac and cheese, Leota. Yo, I've been for you know, years. I, you know what? For years or it months? Ain't be, it ain't been years, but no, nah, it's mm. been a couple of years, I guess. Now, mm. well, like I said, a couple years. <laughs> Look, she, that's she what said, what challenge cheeses, accepted. That looks like a challenge accepted. Oh, 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 she she right. Right. She she right. Right. She's willing to tell you her cheeses, bro. She wants to know her cheeses. No, she want to know what cheeses do you put? Right? Because she about my cheeses. She about to be like, "What the hell are you?" She's gonna be like, "I ain't telling you." Look, I think I've um I've posted my mac and cheese on. I'm. Ooh. I am not. I'm not that kind of. Well, um, yeah, she's trying to write a cookbook, so she right. got to. She well, got yeah, to yeah. Yoda is. What is that kind of cook? My cheese to my Yoda is definitely that kind of cook. He will tell you every ingredient, but the last three. My thing is, is like I want to be able to enjoy it. Yeah, Yoda. What I mean. <laughs> right, because now, now I need to know her recipe for bomb mac and cheese so I can make it. So she'll tell me the recipe so I can right. make it. And then you won't need Yoda. You won't. We won't have to go to Yoda's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you be like, <laughs> Yoda be like, I made the mac and cheese. I'm like, nope, I got this bomb mac and cheese right here. <laughs> I got Stephanie's recipe. It's the bomb mac and cheese. I got the bomb mac and cheese. <laughs> You gonna put your spoon in and be like, "It's mine." This I'm gonna mine. knock it right out. I'm gonna knock it right out of his head. Get that, get that bomb, get that, that bomb ass mac and cheese out of here. Nobody told you to bring that. We told you bring yourself. I did with this mac and cheese with a pan with a pan of cheese. Oh my god! Y'all had a cheese off, and neither one of y'all said what y'all cheeses well, was. No, I noticed that. I did notice that. Oh, Nobody said what their cheeses were. Okay, go ahead and tell your cheese. Right, go ahead and tell um, you. I'm a huge fan of sharp cheddar in everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, huge fans. Sharp cheddar. Um, you know that's like for taste and color. Then you have parmesan. Parmesan. See, like, you see that, Rob? You see that side? That note? little nutty, like nutty. I'm telling you, once I put Parmesan in my mac and cheese, I was like, never going back. Mm. Um, it has so much like flavor. I hate Parmesan, so I've never added to mine. Mm. Parmesan cheese, mm. it just smells so bad that I can't add. I don't even put it on like spaghetti. Oh, you know how I'm like, on, <laughs> spaghetti and shit. I'm like, 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 delicious. 
It's, it's really good. I'm, it's I'm really like good. Five cheese, I'm like five cheeses in, in the mac and mac and rack. You got to have like five. No, I do three. My last one three? is mozzarella. Mozzarella. Or, um, the stretchy. The stretchy. Oh. Mm-hmm. She, she gave, she gave mm-hmm. the reason behind it. Yeah. Right. Every single cheese, she gave you the reason. Hey, Devin, how many cheeses do you have, Devin, Yoda? Devin, why do you put five cheeses in that macaroni and cheese? <laughs> what well, I do. I, I can tell you, but go ahead. Go ahead, Yoda. Is first. that um, you should try putting some Gouda in there. Not too mm-hmm. much. I'll put some Gouda in there. But that little smokiness. Oh, yep. Boy. I've oh. done that before. It is, it's bomb. It's oh, I know. We know I know the, you did it before. <laughs> yeah. Right. We know the title of this episode. <laughs> I think we got a title. Hey, mac and cheese and beer instead of chicken and beer. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Beer. Yep. Y'all ever put beer in the mac and cheese? Does that go? Yo, when I come to Atlanta, I'm going to have to hit you up. You probably yeah. could. I'm. You know, I'm not a big fan of actually putting beer in my food. I feel like a lot of times the flavor doesn't translate. Mm. And I'm like, well, I should have just put it just right in my separate. mouth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did put some beer in those short ribs, though. Um, okay. Because, okay. Yeah, I did do that. But. Did you cook like it with the Am Gang? Gang? Did you cook it with the Am Gang beer or did you no, just I'm drink it with the Am Gang? Look at what beer I got. When you cook with beer, like, it has to be a specific. Uh, it's only like a, a specific style of beer, depending on what you're cooking. So it's kind of hard to like. What about always the, add beer, what about the beer can turkeys though? What don't they stuff? But the beer can turkey, chicken, boy. yeah, beer can chicken. or chicken, chicken. yeah. Boy. Hmm. Boy. Anybody ever? Anybody ever tried that? I normally I do it often, but I normally okay. it's normally the IPA that I use. Mm. Mm. Oh, really? It was that yeah, even was before the podcast. Game. I remember used to yeah, make that, that beer chicken. chicken. She said it was always an IPA. She said it was I'm gang. Mm-hmm. Now, Steph, it seems like you, the way you're looking through your notes, uh, you, how many recipes you got up in there? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just you, you cook with, I feel like you cook with, cook with ready. No, it, I think it took so you like, it reason. took you more than 30 seconds to find what kind of beer was. <laughs> I feel like the that's reason, a lot of recipes you just scrolled through. No, I didn't. No? It, okay. The reason why, um, I, so I was talking to a friend about this. I, I'm in that stage of like, I'll find a recipe and then I'll look at it and I'll like slightly tweak it, mm-hmm. but I haven't really made a lot of things my own. Um, mm-hmm. And so if I come out a recipe or uh, cookbook, I would want to like, these are mine. To be authentic, I, right. All came from my brain. Like gotcha. these are all my Not own. just a little tweak, but the whole, yeah, right. I got you. Yes. Okay. Well, so there's too many cookbooks out there with right. Just repetitive yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Special. Who do you think you got that kind of cook bug from? Um, like from your from like from ancestry. Good question, Dev. Oh, you know. like you mean like my love for cooking and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my who mom. else in your family? Your mom? your mom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your? Was this... a... hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want. Oh, I did like this post. Um, so I. I my my best friend, she lost her mom earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And um I like my my way to kind of work through that was to go in the kitchen. And I started mm-hmm. thinking about how um there were so many women in my life who I've spent time in the kitchen with, mm-hmm. um, and how that has helped me become who I am today. Like I used to cook with her mom. And she would like have us do all the side jobs. Like you've got to grate the cheese for the mac and cheese. You've got to um, uh, crumble up the cornbread for the dressing. Like all those oh, little yes. things that you get assigned to when you're working in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And like I had this realization that like all those little things that I was doing, like cutting up onions, that was all teaching me how to cook and, and cultivate this love for cooking. Mm-hmm. And and then the 
the community that happens in the kitchen, especially when you have like a big holiday, like Thanksgiving, like mm-hmm. everyone's in there pulling their weight, trying to make sure that all the meals get on the table. Like that has had such an effect on me. And that's why I love cooking. It's my like sort of therapy going into the kitchen and preparing something. And it's not even necessarily like a, about putting it in front of someone mm-hmm. and having them love it. It's also just like it, memories come back like my mom fussing at me about not making sure that the pieces of onion are even diced diced right they gotta be diced right this diced correctly like don't try to have these big hunks in there because my mom's going to call it out. Oh, your mom's mad at me then. (laughs) (laughs) My mom does not play around the truth. (laughs) Don't you have anything in the kitchen. She will fuss at you. Um, And so all of those memories like they come back, depending on what I'm cooking, they come back and, and it's just, I don't know, like a way for me to honor. And so like, there's a cookbook called Jubilee um, that I got for my birthday earlier this year. And mm-hmm. it is about, I think it's 200 years of African-American cooking. It's, I mean, it's, it's all of, it's a lot of the recipes that we've grown up with in, they're all just complete in this book written or compiled by this black woman. And it's, and she has the history of how these recipes developed Mm -hmm. and, and kind of, she shows like how this one recipe transformed into this one that we eat now. And it's just beautiful in a way. Like I've never seen anything like that devoted to black people cooking. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's like a history book. And then it's also like, a cookbook and it's it's uh um, it's, beautiful. it's beautiful that's awesome now i have a question yeah. like could, could you walk me through like if you were setting up i guess like a dinner party what would be your, uh-huh. what would be your perfect dishes and then what would you like what beer would you pair them with oh, oh my gosh oh, you hit her with a hardware right there bro. <laughs> you did and now in my computer i don't have my um So Thanksgiving's easy because I don't get too adventurous because black people don't like when you mess with. See, their that's food. why I didn't say Thanksgiving. True. I said well, like, dinner. That's why I said dinner party. Well, before, before I'm back on the spaghetti. Do you do spaghetti for Thanksgiving? Some people do spaghetti for Thanksgiving. I think it's weird. No, I don't do. Okay, good. good, good. So my, go my ahead, Rob. New Year's Eve. Well, no, no. You said I, New Year's Eve. A dinner Rob? party, like you got a couple of friends yeah, coming over, party. and you like you want to show well, them. It's uh, okay. It's, it's February. It's February. It's February. It's February. Okay, because you know you got to. It's after Valentine's Day though. It's like February twenty second. Okay. Yo, you know what's crazy? You do gotta cook seasonally, right? Because got this. Actually, because if that's the case, then then autumn, right before, right before, no, right before, so like October. Nah, no, 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 yeah. stop, stop, Rob. Oh, we doing February twenty second. We doing February twenty second in the winter. Go ahead, Shut Steph. Up. Stop that, Rob. I see what you try to do. Stop. You, you, February twenty second. Nah, <laughs> we ain't gonna ever. Fu- we gonna never fuck 20, February twenty second. That's the best day of the year. Look, look, Go ahead, Steph. You already know, Steph. Go ahead. February twenty second. What you gonna cook for dinner? dinner. Sorry. Yo, what, 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 what I was about dinner. to say. So, well, when you, she said you tell me what food. do you what kind of foods do you like to eat? And I'll say no, 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 no. Don't tell me that. Okay. Stop. Stop. See. Stop. Y'all messed up. Y'all done. Y'all done fucked up my question. Okay. Fried. No. Fried fish. 
Fried fish. I love Wait, fried fish. Having, I love fried why, chicken. Why are we doing her, this on my let birthday? Her, yeah, let's yeah, just let her. Let's definitely fix it. That's what. That's what. But I said. I said what was she made. Right. We like it all. We don't. We don't discriminate when it comes to food. Like people coming over. Don't eat pork. Like we heard that people coming over can't just don't want to. Well, no, we heard that. Yeah, heard that Stephanie can cook. She said, "Oh, I'm having a dinner party. Dinner party. Why don't you come through? It's February 22nd, and we to come through." Okay, February 22nd. Right, so what do we got? He let since me go. it's probably cold outside, then everything that will cook will be like cozy and warm. Yeah. So off to the top, I'm thinking of short ribs I cooked yesterday, probably because mm-hmm. they're of mine. So something like some short ribs. Um, I did cheesy grits with mine, which I probably mm-hmm. would do again because... Mm-hmm. Cheesy. Grits, Do y'all eat grits? Because y'all yeah, I eat grits. Uh, definitely eat grits. And I yeah, am cheesy grits. too. We eat grits. <laughs> I'm cheesy. We're, we eat grits. Oh, no, I need to know. Are they really right? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> yeah, we so we we're, we're south enough. We're, so, we're okay. like the, we're like the okay. most southern, the most northern yeah. state. I heard what? some Jones on here, and I was like, oh boy, here we go. No, but, um, yeah. but most of, I mean, Mike, most of our family is from the south, so from North Carolina, Louisiana. I was talking to um someone about that, like. Even though black people are spread all over the U.S., like everyone has origins in the South. Right, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much, yeah. Um, and it's just amazing that like we still have roots, no right. matter where we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that's true. Um, so yeah. Anyway, short ribs with um, the cheesy grits. White people like to call it polenta. They're the same thing. Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, that's what that is for white folks. Polenta. I never knew what yeah. polenta was. Grits? Yeah. yeah. This is but grits. I didn't know it's grits with some cheese. What? Yeah, I know, I, I've had some, so I know. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I had this some. is grits. <laughs> <laughs> she turned around and said, y'all do know this is grits with cheese. <laughs> yeah, I just learned that. I learned that uh, pre-COVID at the Italian restaurant up the block that uh, opened. At that <laughs> so I, so I I've been at Italian restaurants never ordering polenta, and had, it's just some fucking grits. Yeah. I had some at a buffet, and I was it. like, oh, this is grits. <laughs> <laughs> this is grits. That's how you found out, Rob. Yeah, I, I was coming because I tried anything once. I was like, let me try. This yeah, looks like grits. Yeah. Let me try. <laughs> I just found out today. I just found out today. That's amazing. Polenta right. and grits, same thing. Yep. And then you be like, hey, y'all, guess what? It's just grits. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Come on. Put your sugar, your butter, your cheese, whatever uh, you want. Open no sugar in that. No sugar. You could. You could. I know it turns into porridge. You messed you it up. Sugar you sugar you disrespected no sugar. it right there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Continue with your dinner. Um, Continue with your dinner. We don't have to talk about it. I can't believe you just said that. I'm trying to I said it. We've had this conversation. Let's not talk about it again. It's fine. I have to cook some type of vegetable because. I, I want people to eat their vegetables. I fuss yes. <laughs> You're gonna eat that broccoli. Eat right. it. Right. That broccoli. That's right. So yes, what vegetable we know. got? You would you would cook know. broccoli with that? I'm trying to think of what vegetable I would cook with short ribs. You can't um, go wrong with a, a good a good green beans. green beans like yeah. oh, or good you green know beans. What? No, go. I wouldn't do green beans. I do collards. Collards, okay. Mm. Or something, yeah, or something cause... roasted, some nice roasted vegetables of some sort. Like yeah. Some, um, oh, and yeah, roasted vegetables because it's, yeah. it's February 22nd. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roasted vegetables. Um, and then I like, I probably keep it simple there because you have like the rich short ribs and the grits. You'll be full. Mm. And then for dessert, um, I'll
Maybe I feel like I need some sweet potatoes, potatoes though with these ribs and then the the collars Ooh, and the roasted listen, vegetables. I feel I need like some sweet I feel like we I feel like we all should just plan on taking a trip in February to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> I'm gonna need a little bit more than short ribs. Uh, and nope, some sweet I'm good. Potatoes. My mom, look, my mama down there, my sister down there. Right. And I'm gonna get some short ribs on my birthday. Yeah, her husband yeah. be like, "Who these four oh, Negroes oh. at the door?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, he has, he listens to the podcast. He has to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Four niggas with their kids coming up. <laughs> it's like 18 motherfuckers outside. Oh, like, no, what's going on? That, we fill up her house quick as hell. <laughs> like, I ain't uh, signed for this. Close, guys. It's close. It's closer than you Another think. thing I do is like, I make a really good roast chicken. Okay. Um, and so when I do roast chicken, then I can make a whole bunch of different sides. So I can make like, you know, like some type of roasted vegetable dish. Yeah. Yo, does she like Ruth Chris? Um, <laughs> a la carte sides yeah like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like some sweet potato some family side. or something mm-hmm. um mm, it's sweet potato sweet i like potato. to do um friendsgiving because black people mm. and thanksgiving and so then that's when i like to experiment and do more okay. other dishes that we don't typically eat all the time so that, to, mm-hmm. and that's, and that's said, my, that was my thing i was like what, what were the things that you would come over like in october it was like some some warm butternut squash soup. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all just wait till y'all see what y'all have for Thanksgiving this year, though. <laughs> I like to switch it up because I get tired of eating the same thing for Thanksgiving all the time. So Me like too. last year we did like a little Jamaican theme and had some oxtail and some uh, mm-hmm. rasta pasta Ooh. and all this stuff mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. So this year and the turkey was up. the turkey was still there. So that yeah, was turkey, that was the best thing. The yeah, it's the best yeah. thing about it. You had the, all the, the variety. That was nice. Can we celebrate oh, Thanksgiving like this year? Turkey. Huh. <laughs> What's for Thanksgiving? Can we celebrate? Said, can we? Can we? He said, "Can we celebrate?" We, I mean, we, I we can uh, outside. We could. We could definitely take off. We could definitely be off that day. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, do what you want. Yeah, do what you want. Yeah, do what you want. He talking about because of the pandemic. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do yeah. what you want. You might get COVID. But, All right, Tom. Yeah. Damn, thanks. All right. Yeah, Georgia okay. schools open up, so she know. Yeah, George is out. We out, we out here uh, reckless. So uh, yeah, right, y'all, y'all reckless. Worse. Then you got <laughs> like, how? How? Up, how? You got principals locking up kids for showing <laughs> that, <laughs> that, it, that it really ain't that it ain't sweet out here, and they got the crowding in the hallways, and they let her go. Yeah. They let her go now, so she good. Yeah, she good. Uh, hey, never I, I don't have any kids in the school system, so I am thankful for that, right. and yeah. I'm staying my ass at home as much as possible. All right. Yeah. Yes. Right. I just yeah. I don't That's have the time. 2020 motto. Stay your so ass. So this is a good time to get some this is a good time to get some good writing done. Put you in the house more. Have you yeah. yourself doing anything more than, than normal? I thought and so I mean that's like how I ended up starting <coughs> the share. Is I started in I think late May. Okay. Um because I, I miss talking to my friends around with beer. Like we was I had a group yeah. of friends. We would go down to the local spot and we would sit around the table and drink yep. beer and talk. And then I have like a really cool group of women here that um, love beer as much as I do. And we would get together like once a month, um, Craft Women Connect. They would host uh, um, some type of gathering at a different brewery every month. And we would get together and laugh and kiki and all that stuff. And it was great. Um, and then we couldn't do that anymore. Right. So I missed like talking to people and sharing like my thoughts about what was going on in the beer community or just like, you know, did you watch black is King, whatever, like, right. Right. um, and so that's how that 
that absence of community kind of pushed me towards doing the share because I've always wanted to, even when I was a little girl, I wanted to do uh, back then like a magazine for black women because I subscribed to a bunch of magazines as a kid. And all I saw was white women and them talking about the things that apply to them. Their hair, our hair is different than theirs. Like their bodies, our bodies are shape. I'm a shapely woman. Like I don't, I'm not up and down. So I need like, you to give me clothes like, that applies to that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just all those things. Like I would read it and I could tell it wasn't for me. <laughs> and so I wanted to start something for, for us. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can, the the good part is that you have things like like the Zoom that we're on currently and stuff that are, yeah. to still kind of reach out to. It, I mean, it's definitely not the same because mm-hmm. like we were all together normally recording, but mm-hmm. since the quarantine, we've been doing the Zoom, and it's definitely not the same. No. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to have guests on here, like yeah, it's a gift and a, it's a gift and a it's curse. A like we wouldn't be able to have you on if it wasn't for COVID. Right, but at you. the same time, like we we drink like three or four, we taste like three or four different beers a week when we're, we're like, together. Well, like we probably could have her on, but it, it would be. I mean, we all be. Yeah, I mean, and then just be right. And in, hind- and in hindsight, like that's how. And in hindsight, we learned a lot through COVID because that's how we're probably going to end up doing. We didn't. I don't. In my mind, I didn't even think that talking to someone in Atlanta was even possible. You know what I mean? Like I knew it was, but I never, my mind couldn't wrap around it. But now it's just like, yeah, that's a, a part it's of our normal. podcast yeah. now. So it, it definitely yeah. helped grow our yeah. podcast. Our, but yeah, at the same time, strategy. like I like, yeah. Yeah. yeah our no, I'm done. I'm not different. It was just like, go here, go there, try to meet up with people. Let's right. have them either come to us or yeah. we go to them, you know, and you know, well, we don't you have to were, do that. You were like focused on that, like, that train of thought and so yeah. you weren't really focused on anything outside of right. that when you get on right. that certain track then yeah. it's like oh yeah i gotta do this to this you keep yeah. moving forward but you yeah. don't like go back to think oh i can go i can do zoom calls or whatever yeah i think right. uh covid i think covid is it should have taught people to think outside of the box like whatever yeah. you're doing you can you can do better at it like it's one one little switch can make it be better or worse. So it's definitely causing companies to think outside the box. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, there's gonna be a lot of. There's gonna be those, them Manhattan buildings gonna be empty for a yeah, long time. So, and you, and yeah. you can tell the difference just looking at TV. Like you can tell like, a lot of companies are thinking. Well, yeah, you know what I was thinking about, think about how box. how when when would they they start recording TV shows again? Like how much they're gonna be talking about right. COVID? Like COVID yeah. will probably be over when they start start talking doing TV shows again, but they're just gonna be on it. You're gonna see so many people in masks and things like that. Like, I think the TV is gonna be different. It depends. I just some thought people, about that this I, morning. I, don't, I think some people have said that they tried. They they probably don't want to continually harp on like it as, as your entertainment because you right. see it all the time in yeah, real life. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm nervous about. Yeah, I hope they don't. They they don't do that. But I'm assuming a lot of shows will because actually because I'm like I think um what was the show I was watching New Hampshire New no New Amsterdam uh, they actually cut out a show. They was talking. They had a show that had a pandemic um, going on mm. in their uh, hospital, so they actually never aired that show. They said eventually they may air it later down the road, but they cut it out their whole season uh, because wow. it was going on. So I don't know. We'll see. Probably seem because it probably seemed too real. Oh yeah, it was definitely too real. Yeah, like a show like that. But how you like, cut out one? How you cut out a whole episode out of a season? Don't you had to redo? Wow. No, they um they came on early and said. Because of the is it a sitcom? No, no, no they came on the show. Oh, they told you. Yeah, they okay. said so we, we cut out okay. this episode 
Uh, but we're going to give you cl- and they, they were introducing the new characters so that made it even more difficult. <laughs> right, that's what I was about to say. Like how you how you get so fed they, in sixty they, minutes? They added they added his clips to just oh oh, uh, oh I thought she was frozen. So I see your face. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the very next her husband first, Lou. She ain't gonna. That's see fine. I, look, I'm not gonna just show up. That's rude. Yeah. I'm not gonna just show up. I'm <laughs> like, hey, I'm in town. I'm in town. You got like three, and they'd be like, where? Like, where are you <laughs> oh, he's next. Yeah. Get him out of there. <laughs> Yo, but Steph, wanna, um, you met him where on Zoom? Online, online meetups on Tinder. Four guys on Tinder. Hey, Lou Riley, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm here, man. I'm back. I'm back. Dev, what are you eating over there? Sorry, I'm I'm over here snacking on some uh, chips. Yeah, it's chips over there. <laughs> I need I need chips salsa. I don't even gotta see it. I don't even gotta see it. It's chips and dip. I know chips like they're going out of style. And before that, before that, my wife bought me in a, a, a grilled cheese, but it wasn't government <laughs> cheese. <laughs> it wasn't that Velveeta that you like so much. It was, Velveeta, <laughs> it, was Gio, it was Gouda on brioche. <laughs> so um, Steph, it was, it was I, gourmet style, not today. Yeah. I know Steph Steph had mentioned that um like she missed kind of talking to her friends about stuff. Like did they see uh uh Black, Black is King? Yeah. Like did you watch Black is King? What did you think about it? I watched it. I didn't dislike it, but I liked some of her other stuff better. Okay. Yeah. Have y'all watched it? I watched it. Awesome. I watched it. It's it's really um really artistic. Right. Yeah. I I I started watching it, but I haven't I haven't got to it yet. I I my 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 uh feedback on it was just like back in the day when we were more of a of a in the environment of we watched videos uh after we heard a song on a uh, song on a radio to kind of make that full connection. I feel like that it made me appreciate the songs from the, you know, the Lion King um, or from that soundtrack a lot better. Once you saw the art behind it and the way that the videos were done, yeah. um, that just made you, you know, enjoy and appreciate the music more. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was all right. It was something to watch. Okay. I mean, it, it had some, it was, I mean, it was pretty. No, no. Being that um, we asked our last <laughs> guest this as well uh, in terms of the, uh, Black is Beautiful initiative, and you being a writer, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the, the initiative and the uh, people um, participating, I guess? Oh, um, I was very surprised to see how many breweries latched onto it. Um, I actually brewed a beer, a part of that initiative with um, one of my local breweries. Uh, we actually we did it on Juneteenth, which okay. was fun. Um it was uh, me, um, Nick from Outdoor Beer and Gear, and um, Nappy Roots, okay, uh, their Atlantucky brand. Um, and then another. Um, I got my Juneteenth mask right here. His name. Uh, but I met another fellow, like, black nerd, um, ballroom. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Uh, and then the head brewer um, at Arches, Justin, he is, like, phenomenal. And he's, like, like Pete that I really like to the, the beer knowledge, the, the nerdy stuff behind it. Like I I've homebrewed, but it's like not really my thing. Um, I, I mean, I, it's just another hobby that I, I don't have time for right now. <laughs> so anyway, like I, so I'm, but I am still interested in the whole brewing process, like what it takes to. And so he 
like had me there at the beginning of us talking about the recipe and like getting to taste the grains. And then when I taste the final beer, I could still taste those same grains. Like it was, it was, uh, an experience that I haven't yet had. I've brewed with, um, breweries on a large scale before, but I was a part of the entire, entire thing. And I think that if breweries kind of take that approach, like bringing in, um, black people who are interested in that part of the process and kind of showing them and like helping cultivate a love for the uh, craft beer scene and and even like the the work actually doing the work in the craft beer industry. I think that's the way to go. And and of course, you know, donating the money to organizations um, who are trying to help uh, black people in, in some of the things that we struggle with in this world. Um, that's great, but I also think it's a great chance for breweries to connect with the local black beer community. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they are doing that um, and not doing it in a way where it's like this one-time thing, we're right. checking a box. Like, this is a chance for you to cultivate relationships. Um, so they're taking that approach, cool. But if they're just doing it to do it because right. they want black people to buy the beer, then mm-hmm. Same yeah. on you. Right. Yeah. Same on you. Yeah. I mean, how, how, Steph, just a personal question about you and your, your brewery that you work for. How diverse is the customer base there? And what do you, if it's not, what do you plan on doing to help it? Oh, um, so they have two locations working on a third. The first location, I think, is a lot of like local college students. And the college that's local, I think it's, predominantly white and they have some diversity there, but I, and I actually got married at that tap room. Um, and when I went there for the first time, I felt very comfortable there as, um, as a black woman. And I saw, I think I did see like other black people there. Um, they have black people working behind the bar, but I mean, the diversity within the company isn't huge. It's, better than some other local breweries. Um, as far as, the, and then there, so the second location is in the, the part of town where it has been historically black for a while. And so you see a lot more black people there. Um, and, and that like made me happy because they, and they've done, I think a good job of welcoming um, black people into that tap room. Cause they're like, it's, it's terrible when a brewery opens in a black neighborhood, but then they don't do anything to kind of acknowledge the black community. Right. That's there. Agreed. And I, yeah. Absolutely. And I think they've done that. Um, they have this, well, they used to have this event. I think it was like every Monday um, where they would do like low uh, fi hip hop. And it was just packed with a bunch of black kids um, I went one t- it's late at night and I am not in that age bracket right now where I stay up late at night. Um, I went one time because I Me had the neither. next day off Okay, and, um, it was just great because it was just packed with black kids, um, dancing to lo-fi hip hop and doing like all that nerdy black kid stuff that <laughs> back in the day if I were to do that at school be like, I'd be made fun of. Yeah, yeah. Um and it was just like right. not only like these black kids just being themselves, um, and not feeling like they have to fit in the box because they're black and these are the things that you do when you're black and these are the things that you don't because I hate that. 
Um, but then also they were just drinking craft beer. And I was like, this is how, first of all, I wouldn't have been able to afford craft beer in college. Right. Kudos to these kids. Yeah. Kudos to these kids. Um, but like that, I was like, this is how you start bringing more black drinkers in. And then when you do that, that's how you get more black people interested in the beer community, or the beer industry and working in mm-hmm. the industry. You have to bring in more drinkers. And so um, I'm not sure. Like I haven't thought about like what I would do. Um, I'm hoping that you know, like I'm using their voice to talk to their community, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that like I can add in some blackness on their channel and and make it feel like an inclusive place for black people to drink. Right, I get it. Um, I I mean, there's a few different ways I can do that, like mentioning things that are black, and um, I like to bring up Beyonce all the time because I feel like. You know, even though she's everyone's, she's particularly ours. She's our right. artist. Yep. And she has done a really good job of promoting, like, Black excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to bring her up a lot. Like, the article I wrote about drinking is Black, I talked about, like, I can talk about beer and Beyonce with these people. Like, that matters right. to me. Yep. Um, so I haven't figured out yet um, how I'm going to do that, but I, I do want, I think even just my presence they're on their website showing like my black face and I'm there writing for them. I think that helps a lot of black people say like, Oh, like um, black people can work in a brewery or black women mm-hmm. can work in a brewery. I talked to, Oh gosh, I'm going to forget her name. I'm terrible with names, uh, but she owns Spaceway um, Brewing. And she was talking about how she, when she first met, um, Oh, Brianna, Brianna from Spaceway. And then the woman behind Harlem Brewing. Um, mm-hmm. Celeste. Celeste. Yeah. And she, so when Brianna was looking up, like, do black women brew beer? And she found Celeste and that, like, that allowed her to, I guess, have the confidence or the, mm-hmm. encouraged her to right. go down that path. And like, I, I would hope, I would hope to do that for someone else. Um, and any way I can, my thing is I wrote in my last newsletter, like if you're able to go through an open door, bring someone else with you, yeah. don't let it yeah. close without bringing someone else. Um, and, and I want to do that for someone else, like any way I can help encourage someone to get in the industry, offer some pointers. Um, I would love to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's great. Cause you can, you're inspiring, young high school girls and college girls who are unfortunately the high school girls, but the college girls that like to drink beer and write, they may not have even thought that this was a niche that they could fit it themselves into. But seeing your face on the website every day is just an, is enough. You know what I mean? To let them know like there's a space and you can get, to, you can get to this point if you work. Right. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's really dope. And she dropped a lot of, uh, she dropped a lot of uh, jewels to let you know she's serious about craft beer. She brewing beers. For sure. She got married in the tap room. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. She got married in the tap room. Whoa. Right. Huge. She tried to slide in the room. I like the fact, I I like the fact that she there. tried to bring her husband along and was like, no, nah, I don't even need him. He's not right. the one. It's, it's my thing. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's been, beer's been part of your life for a long time. That's right. dope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has. Yeah. So uh, um, any more questions for uh, Stephanie? 
I, I, I guess I guess now that he has seen your journey of craft beer, is he more on board? Is he now kind of you know how we about the husband? Oh, my husband. My husband. Oh, sorry. my husband loves drinking beer. He drinks okay. beer more than I do. He just okay. doesn't care about all the other stuff. All the other stuff. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> so now, and now he's supportive. Like he's super right. supportive, and he's okay. like, you know, do what you need to do. Like he edits right. my newsletter, so he is. Oh, good. He is on the like backside of things, but he doesn't feel the need to like have an Instagram or do anything special. He's a beer drinker. Yeah, um, he don't have an so, Instagram. I'm sorry. He don't have an Instagram. He does. Like so, oh, he, his hobby. His hobby is um, smoking meat. So like he. Oh shit! What's his Instagram? Right. He's on smoking meat. Yeah, smoking meat. He made. Um, Y'all got a cooker? Y'all got a cooker in the backyard? Actually, he made some pulled pork and then he um, put those in quesadillas for us. That's what I'm gonna do after I get off of this. I'm gonna make. What's his Instagram? What beer is gonna go with these quesadillas, Stephanie? Huh? What, what beer? beer we'll be drinking with the? What are we pairing with these quesadillas? You're like, uh, you know, I, I, I would say an IPA, but I don't know if those go together well. Because mm-hmm. um, usually, like barbecue sauce, I feel like needs something slightly darker, like a tomato-based barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, you I might need a stout. Here. You might need a stout with them good. Yeah, yeah. That's I what I was thinking too, Deb. Yeah, I have some more black. It's beautiful. Oh, I sweet. might pull that mm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That precarious with the chilies from a couple weeks back. That may work. Work. Yeah. Do I actually drink that precarious with uh, uh, with jerk chicken? It was. Just, it was yeah. all right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It was pretty good. The, uh, the imperial South, the black is beautiful one. You gonna make some jerk ribs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it from that cookbook I was telling y'all about. Oh, yeah, the one on. Yeah. That's good as shit, but I don't eat pork, but you make some jerk beef ribs, I'll be over there. That's it. Yeah, make it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be over there. <laughs> you might, see, let me get yo, my chicken. She, you making them? She, she keep laughing like it's not real. I know. <laughs> this is a real thing. It's probably thirty dollars to get to the later now on the- <laughs> thirty dollars a now later in a cup of tea. Oh, Paul about her. I was like, yeah, both that big reach. Where they at? <laughs> Uh, Yo, y'all funny. Uh, it is cheap to travel now. <laughs> uh, she think we play every time we say that. She just <laughs> she laughing, giggling like it ain't real. Wait till we get off air and we tell ask for her address. <laughs> I'm gonna hang up. <laughs> but oh my god, connected. <laughs> <laughs> See, but now you know where she work at, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, be at the brewery. Yep. She left. Yep. She's gone. <laughs> we gonna hit up Monday, like yeah. Uh, what is it, Monday night? <laughs> <laughs> and be like, yo, what happened to her? And she ran off. <laughs> See, y'all scared. Y'all scared y'all scared her her. We ran her away. My bad. Nah. Who's y'all? Talking about them jerk ribs. <laughs> yeah, you talking about the good food? She talking about all that good food. She can't run away now. <laughs> I don't got those jerk beef ribs at my house. Shit, I'm going to go to your house and get them. <laughs> and a smoker. Her husband got a smoker. Come on, man. That's the place to eat. 
She, we scared her off. She ain't gonna talk to us no more. Next, you know, we gonna be friends with her husband. Like, pop up to see her husband. Like, hey, bro. Yeah, yeah. We gotta make sure we get that smoker site. <laughs> we gotta get his, his IG first. Uh, um. Well, want to take the time to thank you again, uh, Stephanie, for yes. coming on and giving. A- thank you so Yay. much. Hey, talking to you. Yeah, we had a good, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, had a lot. Well, before we always go, we'd like to um, give our guests a chance, the opportunity to tell people where they can find uh, find you at on uh, World Wide Web's IG, Facebook, Web's. TikTok for the next forty five days <laughs> <laughs> before they shut it down. Nah, man, Twitter, Twitter, and Microsoft, Twitter, and Microsoft coming through. Yeah, are they? <laughs> that's what they say. I ain't gonna force somebody. To, I ain't gonna, he gonna force them to sell it though. Come on, uh, I don't come know. on. That oh yeah, he got a backwards way of having a kind of a point, but I don't want to talk yeah. about it. I don't want to give him no points, so don't yeah. don't don't do that. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm not <laughs> good. Well, you can find me on Instagram at she loves craft. Um, I also have a newsletter called the Share, which is linked in my bio. But if you want to go straight to the website, it's the Share Newsletter dot com. Um and. Yeah, I think that's it. You can find, if you want to read some of my um, previous work, I also have a link in my bio to, I believe, all of the articles I've written. Um, just, I think, period. I think there might be some non-beer things in there, but it's stephaniegrant.co um, if you want to see, like, my portfolio of things I've written about. And, oh, I don't think the Drinking While Black article is there, but Drinking While Black article um is on Good Bear Hunting's website. So if you just search for my name, you can see everything I've done for them. All right. Cool. That's cool. Awesome. Uh, Yo, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at 302 Yoda and on Facebook and Instagram at Delaware on Grind. Dev? You can find me on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. And Lou? For all your beer needs. Lou Belgium, I'm on them Instagrams. All right. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts like Pandora and iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify. We everywhere. Everywhere. Just uh, remember to subscribe. Just remember to subscribe and uh, you'll be notified when we drop a new one. And you can check us out, the whole Social Distancing Series on YouTube as well. And if you, you want to support too. the podcast and you love the podcast and you want to show the city that you love our podcast, you can go to www.bruisingbanter.com and get the T-shirt. Shit, we got a website. We got a get website. Your T-shirts. Then you're yeah. official. Yeah. <laughs> right. And also, you can also, like uh, Steph said, she tried brewing beer at home, but she don't have time for it right now. But some people do have the time. And if you do have the time, you can go on www.craftforbrew.com. And put in uh, the promo code BBP4 for 15% off of your beer kits. That's right. right. Bruising Banter Podcast 4. BBP. So don't get it confused. All right. This has, this has been episode 83, 83 of Bruising Banter Podcast. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone. Have a good week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bye. <laughs> That's trapping in London, motherfucker. What you got to rock it, Rob? On the way out. Yeah, yeah.